Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Firm. I am your host today, Alex Gore. I am not joined by Lance. Lance is fishing. No, he's not fishing. I believe he's on a wonderful vacation with his wife. Um, today, we have a very special episode. I'm going to go into uh, essentially the five shifts to you need to make mentally and with some tactics to boost your profit, um, to boost your profit at your firm for an architecture firm, an engineering firm. A lot of these will apply to different firms, so I'm going to give you those shifts. Before we do it, of course, we're going to go through our sponsors. Our first surprise sponsor today is Entree Architect. Entree Architect is a sponsor. How, you might ask? Well, first, in love. They love us. Two, in learning. And three, in sharing. This presentation that I'm about to give you, um, I already gave to them, and then there was a Q&A session on it. It's a great network. Um, there's a, lots and lots of benefits. If you're interested in it, you can go to network.entrearchitect.com, E-N-T-R-E, architect.com, or just go to entrearchitect.com. I'm sure you'll be able to get there. It's a great network to get a part of. Uh, we are also brought to you by ArcCat. So if you can't find the product data you're looking for, you might be using the wrong search engine. You might be in chat GPT when you need to be on ArcCat. So broad search results in consumer products, out-of-date information and websites that hide or don't have the information you are looking for. If you need specifications, CAD, BIM, or BIM, RCAT is your search engine. Find and download the up-to-date data you need fast. RCAT is free and requires no registration. So try RCAT today. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com. I've been telling all my students to go to it. They're on spring break and they're like, where do I find good stuff? RCAT, easy. <clears throat> also, Pella Luxury. You have never experienced a brand like this before. The collection of brands within the luxury division of Pella are the conversation starters, the pioneers of the industry who provide windows and door solutions to discerning architects, the building industry, and beyond. They have decades of experience creating things no one else in the world is creating. The collection of brands are brought together to complement and build like no other. They don't push beyond the limits, they set them. Explore, explore PellaLuxury.com forward slash the firm. All right. Let's get into our talk today. I'm going to share my screen. If you're watching on YouTube, you should be able to see all of this, um, which is great. Uh, if not, I, I don't think it's really necessary. I think you'll be able to uh, get everything from the podcast, right? So this is about the five shifts to boosting your profit. <clears throat> this podcast presentation is for architecture firms, engineering firms, whether that's structural, MEP, mechanical, electrical, plumbing, who feel like they've hit a profit ceiling. So whether you've been stuck for years or merely struggling, either way, I think you'll get a lot of information out of this. 
So in the next 35 minutes or so, I want to talk about how to turn your business into a profit-making machine without having to work more than 40 hours per week. Because if it was you had to work 80 hours to do it, it might not be worth it. How to create a culture that automatically improves so you can stop micromanaging. How to sell, how to pre-sell your clients so they're ready to buy even before talking to you. How to command a premium price and stop working with clients who suck you dry. How to do all this while uh, working with the clients and the projects that you want. So my simple promise to you is a strategy. And for us, we've done this. We've implemented it. You'll see a case study example of it is a five-figure profit uh, bonuses per month, a simple strategy to make that happen, right? Now, does this sound like you? And there's two slides if you're watching on YouTube, but essentially, are you an architect or are you a struggling engineer, right? Do you work hard and get paid less than your peers or friends? Is the majority of your day about solving other people's problems while your own keep piling up? Uh, are you working long on their problems and short on your own problems, working late, being distracted, working on the weekends, uh, things like that? Are you making other people's dreams come true only to see yours float away? Is your to-do list turning into your to-do tomorrow list? Or are you on the hook for problems but not getting the same reward for your creative solutions? Meaning the developer uh, is selling for a huge profit, but if anything goes wrong, it's your problem and your responsibility, but you don't get the upside or anything like that, right? But the big question is, are you secretly terrified you might be stuck at this income ceiling? And why this question is so pertinent is because if you've listened to our podcast or generally turned on Twitter or the news, uh, events don't seem to be calming down. Things don't be a, aren't seeming to get smoother. So if you're stuck at an income ceiling and don't have the freedom and flexibility that you want in time or money, you can be stuck in an inflation trap where inflation keeps going up and your income is stagnant. You can be caught in a whole bunch of situations, uh, health-wise, uh, healthcare costs aren't going down, college costs aren't going down, uh, inflation seems to be going up. So we wanna get you out of this income ceiling. So the problem is you haven't made the shifts. So once you make them, you'll be able to give yourself five, finger, five figure bonuses monthly from your profit. You'll be able to work with the clients you want and throw the ones you don't want overboard. You can generate clients by using marketing that pre-sells them as your architect or engineer. You'll realize that this invisible ceiling on your profit is not really there. You'll push through 20%, 30%, and even 40% profit faster than you ever thought possible. A side note on that, the average in the architecture industry is about 13%. So anywhere between 10 to 15% is the average. We, that's what I consider low. Uh, talking to people in the entree architect community and, and all over, sometimes their profit honestly is zero, meaning like they're just paying themselves to get by. Just literally the money that they get in, their revenue minus their expenses, and then what they're paying themselves is just their salary to pay their bills, right? And that's all they're doing. Um, so moving back into this, making the shifts. If you do this, you'll tap back into the joy you had when you first started out. 
or one you had in college if it wasn't when you first started out. Your friends will wonder how you're doing so well financially while being stress-free and having more time on your hands. And you'll enjoy starting the work week every Monday instead of dreading it, knowing you're making a difference in your life, your employees' lives, and your clients' lives. So who am I? So if you are listening to this, if this is your first podcast that you're listening to and somehow you stumble upon uh, us, uh, as you know, my name is Alex Gore. My business partner is Lance Psycho, and he is normally on this podcast as well. And he uh, has graduated college with me, graduated at the top of the class with me, and basically been been hand in hand ever since. So I'm one of the co-founders of F9 Productions with Lance Psycho, and our firm is Googled reviewed as the most rated meaning the most number of rating with the highest reviews as an architecture firm in Colorado from the years of 2017 to 2022. And I think we're going to keep that going all the way to 2023. The top graduate with Lance at NDSU. Uh, and what I mean that is that uh, he won the best thesis. I won the Alpha Road Chi Award. Um, so we, we do, we'll, we'll have to bigger for big bicker forever. Who's actually the top. So uh, masters in architecture. And then I got a, uh, master's in construction management. And I'm pretty sure Lance uh, got an associate's degree in construction management before even coming to NDSU. Uh, I previously worked at Studio Daniel Liebskin, projects in South uh, Korea and the UAE, and author of the Creativity Code, co-host of this podcast with Lance normally, uh, teach engineering drawing at the University of Colorado. Lance teaches another uh, class in the um, environmental design department, and our designs have been featured on HGTV, Dwell, Modern Denver, Builder Magazines, even Cosmopolitan all over the place, right? So discovering the five shifts, what are they? So I want to talk about how to put the five shifts in a concept for you. So that concept is called the profit wheel. That's our sort of secret weapon. So the old way of doing stuff is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, AIA, uh, making uh, a whole bunch of uh, business, basically send you down a rabbit hole of tasks that don't really work. The new way is the profit wheel, right? The old way is just cross your finger marketing, basically just a shotgun approach. It's also people teach overcomplicated strategies, a shotgun approach to business strategies. Um, and it's basically to keep you busy and then to take credit for uh, any one of those shotgun scattered approaches that happen to hit the center of the target, they can say, yeah, I taught you that. When uh, essentially what this makes is you're working all day, but getting basically nowhere, right? Profit wheel is different. It is smart, intelligent action based off of what we've done, what we've built at our firms, our errors, uh, our successes, streamlined, cut down, and focused, right? You don't need a blog. You don't need a podcast. You don't need ten, tons of contents, countless AI events. You don't need to listen to a bunch of business majors um, giving you a whole bunch of strategies that are making you running around doing essentially nothing, right? So how this profit wheel concept works. Now, this is a simplified version of a, of a bigger concept that's more nuanced, right? But essentially imagine a flywheel, um, Good to great author Jim Collins uh, wrote another book called Flywheel, but I think it was in there too. So imagine a a flywheel or um, you know the the uh, the driving wheel of, of a ship, right? That's what a flywheel is. 
And at the top of it is, is great Google reviews, which is a substitute for amazing customer service, right? And going around, going around the circle, around the clock, you have a streamlined sales profit, then going towards the bottom, a culture of automatic improvement and accountability. Keep going around to about nine o'clock, amazing profit, and this leads back into Google reviews, right? So we wanna create this flywheel um, and then spin it and, and get it spinning and then spin it faster and faster and faster after we implement a whole bunch of systems, right? So the outcome of this is more clients, better clients, more profit, more freedom, and then more impact, right? So let's use our firm as a case study. F9 Productions, in that 13%, fine profit, okay, but suffering from a yo-yo of billing cycles. Low profit, high uncertainty, right? If you're in that 10 to 15% market, if something huge happens, if, if uh, a couple big clients leave you, and I've seen this happen firsthand to other firms. A couple big clients leave you, don't have enough backlog, you're counting on them. All of a sudden, a third of your staff, a third of your work, a third of your income, a third of your revenue can go, right? Uh, we felt frozen, stuck, and insecure because of those reasons, right? Before building these shifts in this way of thinking, billing was sporadic and at times barely meeting expenses. And then we implemented the profit wheel and this is what happened. So before there's a graph going up and it's January, March, May, Jan, uh, June, June, July, September, you know, uh, the year, it's literally our 2021. And you can see one month up, one month down, one month up, one month down. And this is revenue. It's literally just going up and down like uh, your, your heartbeat going a little bit crazy, right? You can see how that leads to uncertainty. You can see how sometimes you're below expenses. Sometimes you're way above expensive. It's not a good way to live, right? You look at 2022, and this graph is basically going up, 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 a little pause and a dip, and I'll go over that, and then up, up, up again. The difference between these two graphs, one, it's not sporadic. Two, it's a whole octave higher. The, the you know, there's lines of the graph, you know, in increments of, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, right? We're a whole octave above it. And the dip is when we really consolidated, we really got our systems together, and then you can see it even flew even higher after that, right? So the results of this was a 22% increase in revenue and a 4X increase in profit. Employees are productive, happy, money's flowing in, people are getting record bonuses, record raises, spending time with family, on vacation, et cetera. We did not make, none of the shifts are work yourself or your employees to the bone, cut their wages, cut their spending. It was the exact opposite. It was, hey, inflation's happening, get a raise. Hey, uh, hey it's your review time, get a raise. It was actually, hey, there's a whole bunch of debt. Um, that's a whole bunch of money, pay it off. It wasn't this increase in profit wasn't because we were taking out loans and then spreading that cost basis long and, and, and reducing people's uh, pay. Absolutely the opposite. If, if we would have stayed the way we were operating before too, I, you know, profit would have probably been 8x. If we would have took what I would consider uh, corporate policies about how to artificially improve, improve profit, probably would have been 12x. That's not the way to go. We shared it around. And then uh, we, I mean, increasing your profit 4x 
I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> I doubt you would complain about it too if it if it happened to you, right? So let's go into the shifts, right? So shift number one, build a streamlined sales profits process. So there's a lot that goes into this. And the, and the first thing I'm going to talk about is your online presence. And I'm only going to talk about the most common things I see because I can't go over what um, a, a whole course would be about investigating and looking at your website and seeing what's working and what's not and really getting into the nuances. These are the couple that I see over and over that don't happen, right? And that first I have on there is a video. And why do I want a video on your homepage or on your contact page? And it's because with clients, you're trying to establish rapport, right? And you're trying to get your personality to meet their personality. A lot of people don't want to do that because they think, oh, I, I'm not that charismatic or I might off put some people. If someone's going for a charismatic person or someone that's not your personality, that's not the client that you want. That's not the client that you want right? You want the client that fits with who you are. You don't have to put it right on your main page. You can put it on your contact page, but there's different uh, video strategies. But, and I'm not going to go over all those right here, but basically make a video to make that connection, to make that rapport, right? The other things you need is uh, a form entry, right? A form that they can fill out and just put that on there and then a meeting set up. If you just have email in your phone or just your phone, you're doing it wrong, right? Because essentially, what if they uh, want are, are just browsing, let's say it's late at night and they want their husband or wife on there um, and they want to talk to you, they could easily set up a meeting where before they might just keep in the background or ground, say that they're going to get to it tomorrow, forget where they went to go to another firm, right? You want them to be able to easily contact you and set something up. That's the first part, right? The second part is that you need to organize your sales team and their processes and templates. So your sales team, the biggest shift you need to make is know that a lot of times it's not just you, right? A lot of times it's either you and a structural engineer or an MEP engineer or um, a civil engineer or something like that. So the first thing is establish rules with yourselves and with them. So our rule is once we get someone uh, contacting us is that we respond automatically to them. And a lot of times they're like, holy cow, this is amazing. I think, didn't think you'd get back to me. Or other architects haven't gotten back to them for you know like a week, two weeks, three weeks. Normally you are the point of contact then and you want to start uh, you want to essentially establish a meeting as quickly as possible. And either you're bringing those other team members or you're the lead. Those other team members, once you get all the information for them, or if they're there at the meeting, they need to know when the due date is and when they're turning this stuff around. So that's why you need to like streamline this process and say, because for us, it's 24 hours, right? Whether it's two days, three days, five days, that, that's fine. Whatever is reasonable in your industry, in, in what you're doing. But what you don't want is that you need two or three other bids to make something happen. One comes in one day, one comes in three days. One's after four days, you say, hey, where's your thing? They said they'll get it to you the next day. Then they don't and blah, 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 blah. Now it's two weeks before you get a bid out, right? If everyone's on the same process, you can go a lot, lot quicker, right? And you can even talk to them. Okay, we want this goal and, and uh, this is how we do it. We have a bidding template. We have a uh, uh, 
a bid, like our, our proposal template, we fill those out. Engineer, structural engineer, do you have that? Civil engineer, do you have that? Our structural engineer, we work so closely, they gave ours to them so that we can figure out all their information, put it all in there, and then and basically hand it off to them and get them do a double check and good to go. We've gotten so comfortable working with each other. Sometimes uh, it, we just tell them, hey, you got a project, you didn't even know about it. Here's the fee, here's all the information. Does that look good? 98% um, of the time, it's good, 2% uh, it isn't. And then that doesn't matter because being streamlined and getting things fast, it will boost your revenues and boost your profit. And here's why. If you heard the podcast, I think it was last time when Lance was talking about reaching out to real estate people and he told what the hit rate was. And I told him the stat that I've, I heard on the internet um, and everyone knows everything on the internet is, is, is true. But even if it's not true, there's a credence to this stat. And the stat is 3% of the people are ready to go and purchase right away. So if you can streamline and get it, you are going to be ahead of everyone else, right? Um, and then after you get those, you should have an email template that you just fill out a couple things to send out and you should have next steps. You should always have next steps because you should keep them engaged in yourself. So the next steps can be a couple of different things. It could say to get started, uh, please sign the contract and send us a deposit check. You could keep going from there. You could say also you'll need to get a geotechnical report. You'll need to get a, um, a survey. We re recommend you contact these people and get them moving and get them making progress. You want them to be making progress as quickly as possible. And that's what a streamlined sales pro process does for you. After that, hopefully you're sold and you're into the project. You need to create a culture that automatically and continuously improves, right? So how do you do that? First is mind shift. So we're in shift two. So the mind shift is yourself as a leader needs to create the ex expectations, right? That everyone's going to do this, the examples, the systems and the structure to follow and to allow the process to evolve, right? Your team is the one who will mainly be creating and, sh and shares the improvements, right? You will be doing some, but your team is the one who's mainly doing that. Your improvements will probably be to the process or the systems of improvements. Those will be to the actual improvements uh, it, itself, right? So culture, the, uh, the profit wheel doesn't work if you're bogged down doing all the work and doing it inefficiently. Creating this culture solves communication issues, production problems, motivation, learning and growing. So it's a whole bunch of stuff. And you will probably notice that most high income earners create a culture of problem solvers, right? The best and overused examples uh, that probably doesn't get enough credit in what I'm talking about right now is Elon Musk, meaning he has uh, at least three different firms. Uh, there's obviously no way that he's doing all the calculations and works and thoughts on, on, all, on, on Tesla, uh, SpaceX, um, the solar city is a part of that the boring company right there's no way that he's you know twisting a wrench figuring something out on a boring uh, machine and then also doing the same in the space machine right so he's creating that culture and implementing a culture of problem solvers and continuous improvement and if you really go deep on his video sandy Monroe does a lot of it you will notice how deep they go and how fast they implement their improvements. They don't wait till the next model. If they improve a valve, they do it literally as soon as 
as soon as the new uh, valve is created and put it in the new cars, right? So <clears throat> this is top down. Top down from leadership, you must define it and provide examples. You must expect improvements from everyone and you must create a system for sharing those improvements. One of the systems that we have is a Monday morning meeting. And this is where everyone at our firm uh, does a five minute meeting and there's five things that they talk about. So it's about a minute each. One is a win. What's something great that happened? Two is a problem. What's a problem you're working on or solved or haven't solved? Then three is a project review. So what are you working on? Four is a principle. So we have nine funda fundamental principles. And then uh, five is a process improvement. So what is your uh, project or process improvement and how does that relate to a principle? This way, everyone knows what everyone else is working on. They know what people are struggling with. They know what wins are happening in the firm. And everyone is creating a process improvement that helps themselves be better, that other people can take as examples or updates the template or updates um, the, the folder structure or anything like that that has a ripple effect throughout the, the whole system. Essentially, after about two months in our firm, um, because uh, the beginning is learning and just wrapping your head around the whirlwind that you know is our onboarding process and all that. You are input. You are expected to be a part of the system and and to do this and help improve the company, right? So example from our firm, Rebecca, got her into a culture that automatically improves. She was able to create designs that clients loved, execute them on time, have uh, time for family, friends, and vacation times being 30% profitable. She's working, uh, making record bonuses while having amazing work-life balance, right? All because we're all improving. Okay, shift three. Now you have to think, you have to embed profit in all the levels of your firm. Money goes to those who pay attention to it. Money goes to those who pay attention to it, right? So first is plan on taking whatever it is for your size, 1,000, 5,000, 10K bonuses per month right? Place profit in your proposal, prioritize profit in your monthly revenue planning and how you organize your projects and how you're talking to your staff and how you are executing, right? So the question to you right now that if we are in, if I was talking to you face-to-face -face or at some sort of conference, I would try to pick on random people and say, what level of profit per month would actually motivate you? right? Take a stand, be selfish. And here's why. You need a number, and it, it can be realistic, but it can be on the high realistic side, that will then motivate you to actually make change and actually make change in your life. So what is that profit number? 1,000 a month, 5,010, whatever. And then second, add on to it. Okay, that's just a monetary figure. What is that doing for you? Is it helping you reach retirement quicker? Is it paying for your college, uh, kid's college? Is it paying for vacations? Is it shoring up resources for this crazy world that we're living on? Uh, if it's vacations with your family, where are you going? Where are you specifically going? Is it Spain? Is it Mexico? Is it Hawaii? Is it Arizona? What are you doing there, right? What is happening? What is the relief of stress that comes from having that system and making that profit? So put a number and then link that number to actually tangible results, okay? So continuing to do this shift three, you need to disconnect your time from your income, right? 
So stop thinking about yourself and your employees by their hourly utilization rate. That means, oh, if they're 40, out, 40 hours per week, they are supposed to essentially be working 80 to 90% of that on billable work. Okay, that's cool. I understand why that's an okay metrics, but there's always this talk about disconnecting time, right, from your income. If you are then measuring that, then you're focusing on that. And here's the problem with that. The problem with that is that you need to switch it um, to bill on deliverables, not hours. So what I mean by that is uh, you need to switch it to how much they're helping you solve uh, bill out. Because let's say they're helping you bill out, I'm making up a number, 20 grand in a month, right? That's way more than you know they're getting paid. That's uh, that's great profit and all that. But for some reason during that month, they only averaged uh, 31 hours per, per week when you are trying to hit 35, right? So are you gonna have a talk with them about that number and how they should be producing three more hours of billable work? What if through the culture that automatically improves, you have some assignment, right? Some stage that you can, uh, once you hit that stage with the client, you bill out 10K. It doesn't matter if it takes you 10, 20, or 30 hours as long as the client is happy. If it takes 10 hours, that's better. That's what you want to focus on is the amount that they help you bill out, right? Change your values to solving the client's problem rather than just producing drawings, right? There's reasons why you aren't charging based on values of what you're providing, right? One is you don't believe anyone will pay. Two, you think you'll get caught billing out at 300 or 2,000 an hour. And that's two. Three, you don't believe you're worth it, right? And that's BS. We have shifted the majority of our contracts to uh, fixed fee. Now, there's always a reason to do hourly in certain situations, especially in the beginning, figuring things out. But that's like maybe 5% of our projects you know, if that, <clears throat> if a client is not wants just that, I would highly recommend you talk them into, Hey, you need a comprehensive approach to, to get this done. And a comprehensive approach involves, you know, a fee to check with the city, check with planning yeah, and get everything done and move them in that direction. Right. So Jason from our firm, showed and then hammered on him let's bill on deliverables not hours then he was able to meet his billing goals exceed his hourly rate i think a couple of weeks ago he, he said hey al i just checked it just billed out at 287 an hour now that's what we're looking for he's confident in what he's doing leading the way for others right so to circle on the profit wheel we've talked about a streamlined sales process culture of automatic improvement and accountability which leads to amazing process, profit. So the clients are happy, you are happy, and you're having profit. That leads to getting great Google reviews, right? So you need to focus on this because Google reviews are replacing the concept of referrals and references, right? They're replacing those concepts because it's the Amazon effect. You go to Amazon, you look at the reviews, you see if they're crazy reviews or not, you judge from that, and then you buy. Your friend doesn't have to tell you right? What uh, chair to buy, right? The reviews do it. And that's what you want to be doing. So to do that focus, go back to your old clients, see how they can uh, ask them, right? You work with other professionals. People are wondering how you work, 
right? So if you are an architecture firm, ask your MEP, ask your civil, ask your structural. If you're a structural, ask your architect, ask the other people. How did I work together, right? How did, how did, uh, how was it working with me? Can you write a Google review? And then structure new clients a specific time when you're going to ask them for a Google review. We do it in two different ways, right? One is when we uh, submit for permit. That's a great one. Or get the permit. Those are in the same bucket. And two is if there's a big win. So let's say a project is, you know, one to two to three years out. And you go to the city at um, month four and it was going to be a hard project, hard fought. And you nailed it and the city approved that you can proceed with the project. That's a great time to do it as well, right? So those are four shifts. And then the fifth shift is all of this is possible if and only if shift five, invest in men mentoring, right? Because in mentoring, and I've done this, spend tens of thousands of dollars in this, uh, you get tactics, not just strategies, tactics that actually work, right? You get accountability and you get a compression of proven systems, right? So uh, everyone that has a, a brain, because you're listening to this podcast knows that is a compounding effect of, of what you can do with your money. If you raise your profit from 10% up to 20% or 30% literally in the next two months, rather than trying to do it on your own over the next 10 years, that is worth way more, way, 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 way more than doing it over 10 years. So it's a compression of proven systems, right? I found this quote. I loved it. Don't know where it is, but the only shortcut to the results you want is if a mentor has the very same results and can help you predictably get there, right? So today I promised and went over how to turn your business into a profit-making machine without having to work over 40 hours a week because everyone is becoming efficient and doing and, and becoming valuable and doing what's right uh, in that time frame, right? How to create a culture that improves automatically so you can stop micromanaging how to pre-sell your clients so they're ready to buy before even talking to you, how to command a premium price and stop working uh, with clients who suck you dry, and how to do all this while getting the clients that you want, right? Uh, even that last year, nicely firing clients, nicely firing clients. Um, so what you need to do is build a streamlined sales process to create a culture that automatically improves, three, embed profits in all levels of your firm, Four, focus on great Google reviews. And five, invest in mentoring. So now you have a choice. You can be stuck with low paying clients, uh, highly aggravating clients. You can see other people have success um, as business owners. And, and while you continuously struggle, you can worry that you're gonna lose all your hard earned gains. Um, or if you're done with that and you want a path to true profit, 20, 30, and even 40% per month, Right. So if you saw that graph from before, uh, when we started making the shifts, we went up to 30 percent. Then we had that kind of focus time. And then after that, actually, we went from, you know, the middle teens to 20 percent had that focus time. Then we went to 40 percent. So that year we landed in the 33 percent range, something like that. Right. Um, so if you want a firm that runs like a well-tuned race car and if you want all this while having the lifestyle that you dreamed of. How I can help. I have set time. Um, I've, as you know, I run a firm and do a teach at CU. I've set time to speak to you in the next 48 hours, not counting the weekend, 
about how you can apply these ideas to your business starting today. Whatever the challenge is, we've been doing this for a while, so we know how to overcome it. On the session, we'll work with you to understand where you're at, what's holding you back, and get clear on how to hit your profit goals while having less stress and happy clients. So that talking to me is absolutely free, right? Just for that. Who is this for? You must be in the leadership of an architecture or an engineering firm that has clients. You must be hardworking, coachable, and committed to improvement. Can't help you if you're not. You must be outstanding at what you do. I'm not going to teach you how to do your job, right? But teach you how to make profit at how you're doing your job. You must want to change the life of yourself and your employees. We're doing this because, as you know, you listen to the podcast. We love giving back and help business owners achieving your goal and all, and all and tides, you know, uh, raise all ships. Plus, then you we uh, know that you might want to help our help to help transform your business. If so, we can discuss it and see if you're a good fit for both of us. If not, that's fine too. So if you are interested in that, please go to build a better co for build a better company. So build a better co.com forward slash apply. Spaces are limited. When we did this in the Entree Architect community, it honestly filled up uh, within the first five to 10 minutes. So go to www.buildabetterco.com forward slash apply, sign up, and I'd love to talk to you. That is it for Inside the Firm. Next time, Lance will be with us to our regularly scheduled programming. Look forward to it. Hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review if you like it, and I hope to talk to you.